So, uh, hello everyone, I, I guess. Uh, welcome to my first ever podcast. Uh, my name is Tahir, and uh, I don't know how things are going to turn out. Uh, this is my first ever podcast, and uh, I'm going to try and experiment with this format of education and maybe see if I can use it for educational purposes as well. Um, so, let's hope everything works out. Uh, if not, of course, we'll learn from our mistakes. Um, now, uh, speaking about education, uh, that's going to be our main topic, this podcast. Um, I'm studying to be a teacher uh, and my guest here as well. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? What's good, everyone? My name is Bram <laughs> and I'm studying to be a teacher uh, in the English language as well as uh, Mr. Kir <laughs> next Ooh, to me. Oh, yes, so, yes. Sounds so fancy. Uh, we are gathered here today to discuss all things teacher. Yes, uh, education. Yes, all things uh, education and classroom related. Um, so, Brahma, tell me, why do you want to be a teacher? Well, you know, I just uh, I never had a cool teacher in uh, in any English languages classes, and I wanted to make a difference. I want to become a cool English teacher, uh, a good English teacher. <laughs> I think that's that's the main reason why uh, people become teachers. I guess well uh, to make a difference i mean that's the most common answer i get whenever i ask my fellow fellow colleagues so, mm -hmm. uh, the same question well you either had an inspiring teacher in your life or you never had one <laughs> either way either you want to become like the teacher you used to have or you don't want to become like the teachers you used to have <laughs> yes. it's one or the other it's one or the other yes um so um do you, do you, did you have any uh, inspiring teachers? No, not specifically um, English teachers, but maybe some others. I yeah, mean, if in your whole school career there must at least be one, right? One decent teacher. Well, I did have a few teachers. Uh, I had a couple of cool math teachers. Who maths? Yes, yes. Oh. As strange as it may sound. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! I wish I had one. <laughs> they were all they were all female, but they were really really good at their jobs. They make cake for everyone Ooh. in the shape of the the Greek letter pi. <laughs> yeah, for International Pie Day. Oh, who could have imagined? That's really clever, actually. I had one in elementary school too, uh, and he taught me his. He's projected his love for nature on me, like uh, how to tend to your garden, or uh, if you keep chickens, how do you feed them? What do they need? Stuff you don't immediately usually, think. Yes, yeah, yes, you don't usually think, think about. Yeah, how about uh, you. Well, I don't know if I would say inspiring, but I definitely had some really good teachers that left an impression on me. Um, I had one for Dutch. Mm -hmm. His name was uh, Mr. Van de Graaf. So if you're listening, Mr. Van de Graaf, <laughs> shout, shout out to Mr. Shout out Van de Graaf. Uh, but yes, he was a very <laughs> um, interesting figure. Um, it was his last year teaching and uh, he basically just did whatever he wanted. <laughs> Uh, but in a good way. I mean, we still learn a lot from his lessons. Um, sometimes he would uh, announce a test mm -hmm. and then for completely forget about it. <laughs> so we never uh, actually took some tests. So what's um, something something he taught you that like stuck with you? Yeah, I mean, uh, whenever I think about what a good teacher is, um, I generally think um, of 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 someone that can be a teacher at times but also be just a regular human being mm -hmm. at other times do you know what i mean so um teaching us 
a lot more than your subject, I think. Teaching, yeah. teaching is also other things, like yeah. Yeah. just being a decent human being and um, looking at the pupils more than just the eyes of the curriculum, but more as, you know, actually future participants in our society. That's a, that's a very good point, because that ties in nicely to the next uh, point of discussion. What should the role of a teacher be? Hmm. Well, you know, to me, a teacher is someone who, uh, you know, you are partly responsible for raising the children. So, I, I, you know, I've had a lot of, of teachers who just didn't care enough to put in the actual work. You know what I mean? Yes. They would just sit there and be like, all right, and today we are going to do the geography lesson. Please take your book. And that would be it. But that's, that's... God, those, those are the worst teachers. Those don't, that don't even, yeah. you know, just care anymore. They just work like for paycheck to paycheck. Almost. <laughs> yeah, they're basically sitting there like, hey, I'm collecting my paycheck. So, yeah, I do. So this is some numbers. Figure it out. Yeah. Or these are some words. Just fill it in or something. It, yeah, you basically would get your sheet and mm. then like, here's the exam. It would be the exact same exam every year. Because when you think about it, the teachers that you remember mm. are the ones that, you know, were really good or just really bad. <laughs> it's the extremes that start out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, I did have some teachers that were really bad. Um, just to get back to our point, the role of a teacher, uh, I think should be more than teaching so like i said um just how, how, how can i explain this um just looking more uh, just looking maybe over the curriculum and just looking at the pupils like they were um well actual human being <laughs> that sounds really grim when i think about like like no teacher thinks about teachers like human beings but i mean just, yeah it just, sounds it sounds strange ju just I get it. yeah I get it. yeah just as normal human beings that have their own lives outside of school mm -hmm. that have their own problems i don't i, I think most people uh, most teachers don't realize that um some things uh, are more important than school i mean um, especially in the capital cities like uh, like Brussels or any any big city like Antwerp, mm -hmm. um, most of these students just go to school because well they they have to, but it's not their not their main priority and priority in life. Um, they have other things to think about. Um, yeah, I think uh, one out of uh, one out of four pupils live in poverty. I think, uh, or at least, or, at least yeah, or, or four in ten or something, but uh, a lot more than people usually expect. Mm -hmm. And that most teachers come from a well middle class, a background. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with that, so that they don't, they they don't really realize that some people or some some students don't come from a middle class background, and they that they don't think about well grammar all day but mm -hmm. they, they think about things like how is mom going to pay the electricity bills yes it's true like that. that's why you need teachers that have like developed as people mm -hmm. because you have there's there's no disrespect towards anyone here but you have these people that come straight out of high school and then 
they get a teaching degree for like kindergarten and it's just that's all that's all mm -hmm. they do they they look after the infants uh kind of in a motherly way but you know if there's stuff going on at home they don't know how to deal with that because they've never had that and mm -hmm. they've never seen it anywhere else because they haven't been places they haven't been to like uh, i don't know if you, if you travel to south africa or the middle east or uh, uh, south america even you, you see these these uh, you know ghettos mm -hmm. and there's schools there too and, yes. and education there is very different to to here mm -hmm. and, and if you can put that into perspective you can learn from that and you can mm -hmm. project that on your students too so they can become citizens of the world in yes. a sense um, I think there is a really um, well good uh, thing uh, saying in Turkish uh, for what you just said mm -hmm. so in Turkish um, we say th something like um, who knows more the one who read books or the one who traveled mm -hmm. so what would you say say the one who traveled the one who traveled well in turkish it sounds a lot better <laughs> just, just to give it that uh extra clarification but yes um i think that too i think experience well, what it equates to that saying is that experience mm -hmm. is more important than studying in books because from experience you can actually learn mm -hmm. from mistakes and you know, from what happened in the past because you you lived them you saw it with your own eyes that books just don't do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I get it. That's why yeah. history is important, folks. <laughs> yes, don't, don't underestimate history teachers. <laughs> Coming so, from a history teacher. <laughs> a future history teacher. Well, hopefully. So, so um, if, if teachers need to be citizens of the world, and if, if they are citizens of the world, do you think they should be you know, kept in high regard? Uh, you know, you have this classic stigma of like, I'm the teacher and you need to respect me. Mm -hmm. But the reality of the matter is they're not always being respected. They are disrespected by students, parents, administration. Well, we're going to get to that question after the break. I, I see we're hitting the 10 minute mark uh, and I'm just going to check if the audio is all right, because if it wasn't and we just go on, it, it will be bad. So I'm just going to check the audio real quick and we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, so I just checked and the audio seems fine. Uh, there was, however, one small mistake I made in the beginning. I said um, this format of education, but I meant this format of entertainment. Uh, but yes, we're learning from our, we're learning from our mistakes. But Are you learning. not entertained? We're learning. We're learning. Um, that's why it's handy to keep a script, I think, <laughs> for these kind of things, uh, which we kinda, we, we kind of do. But, um, yes, again, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, they say. I guess. Uh, okay, um, so we left off with the question. Um, do, do you think teachers are still held in high regards? Well... Uh, just be just be blunt about it. Just say no. <laughs> just yeah, say no, Bram. You have to say no. <laughs> you can't answer yes to that question because the the fact the fact of the matter is, nineteen to thirty percent of all starting teachers stop teaching in the first five years of their jobs, 
And that's because they feel disrespected at their jobs, either by their pupils, their colleagues, their uh, administration, uh, the parents of the pupils. The, uh, it's tough going on and on and on and feeling disrespected every single day. It takes its toll. Yes, because I think most people don't realize how much effort uh, teachers actually put into their to their work. It's mm -hmm. not just about just uh, you know, uh, fifty minutes of speaking about the the past simple or something just mm -hmm. really quick. But it's also thinking about how you're going to do that, how how you're uh, going to present that information mm -hmm. in a way that pupils you know like and really benefit from. Mm -hmm. um, I think most people just had teachers that actually, like you said. Um, just stand in front of the classroom and collect their paycheck. Yeah, yeah, collect their paycheck. But that was in the past, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the whole outlook on education has changed. And with that, the role of the teacher as well. Um, like you said, um, do, do, do teachers are, uh, are still, are teachers still held in high regards? N not like in the past, not like in like a couple of years ago well, in the in the past yeah. they, they also had the freedom quote unquote to mm. hit certain students i remember like my dad used to tell about uh when he went to school oh, and he no. did some and he did something wrong he got like they, they, it, he was chased oh, around no. the classroom with a guy clenching his fist like get over here you little oh, no. shit so so uh Bram, why, why do you think we should bring back corporal punishment into our classroom no. <laughs> i'm not saying that we should let me make that very clear but they used to be respected because they were feared because students knew if I screw around with my teacher, he's going to turn around and smack me upside the head. <laughs> Nowadays, you can't do that anymore because you'll get fired, rightfully so. But this has created kind of like a uh, game of chicken with teacher and student. It's like the teacher is like, hey, shut up or else. And the student is like, oh, yeah, or else what? Huh? What are you going to do? And uh, how far can you mm -hmm. how far can you take this? These are boundaries you have to respect as a teacher. Yeah. At the same time, a student needs to respect those too. Yeah, but uh, not all do. <laughs> sadly, oh. not all do. They oh, just no, no, no. push and push until uh, push comes to shove. Yep. Well, oh, uh, wow. with that, do you think that the uh, that the quality of education is dropping? Maybe because of teachers just entering without any knowledge in the classroom or well, not, not being held in high regard? Well, I think it, it's become tougher, but I don't think the quality of education has suffered. In Belgium uh, specifically, we are uh, held in very high regard as mm. far as education comes. Uh, yes, yes. But, but I'm going to interrupt you there. If you look at the recent PISA study, mm -hmm. Belgium has actually dropped ranking and it's it's not in the top 10 anymore ah yeah i have not seen that yeah they piece. basically uh dropped in almost every every subject no. so like math and physics and science oh yeah our country is a mess but if we <laughs> <laughs> but if you but if you look at um politically stable countries uh, i always bring up um the examples of like scandinavian countries mm -hmm. they have uh put a lot of funding into their educational system mm -hmm. because of this it is very well developed they have an or not an orthodox system 
but it works. Yes, I, I do really agree with that because I think that education and healthcare should be the most you know, invested, the most funded mm-hmm. services in a government because you always get something back. If you, edu- if you ed- educate a lot more people, mm-hmm. they'll innovate and in turn, they have an effect on the economy. And that one euro you put into a kid's education becomes like 100 euros by the by something he developed or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's what. That's why I also support like funding education in countries like South Africa or uh, you know just general African countries mm-hmm. and some Asian ones as well, because if a kid if a kid doesn't need to be on a farm all day. To feed himself mm-hmm. he can be in a classroom he can learn things he can be he can be a benefit to his community by i don't know introducing like engineering and electricity in his village yes if yes. you if you don't have to fight for survival you have room yeah. to grow yeah indeed um, and i mean uh when you look at it who would you say that is the most you know the, the intelligent the, most, the smartest person that ever lived who, who would you say is that Smartest person that ever lived, I'd say Einstein. Yes, most people do tend to say Einstein, but if you look at it, is it really the case? I mean, look at all the human beings that were on this earth. Mm-hmm. If you look at all of them, past and present, the f- yeah, the chance that Einstein was the actual most intelligent person on earth is mm-hmm. very slim. It was probably someone. In, in Africa, who didn't have the means uh, for yeah to go to a school or something. Yes, yeah, so if, if you look at had, statistically like that, that that kid had the most had the potential to become the smartest person yes. if only he had been educated. Yes, uh, the, the, the example that another example I can maybe give is that the cure for well, cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm abbreviating it a little bit because you have different forms of cancer, but. Just go with me here. Right. So the cure for cancer is probably somewhere in a child's brain, in a, in a child that can't get any education, so he can't develop that that cure mm-hmm. because he, he doesn't have the means. The to irrigation go to school of or yeah, the irrigation of African deserts is already could already be possible if only there were like an African child that had the knowledge to put everything together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think if you look at it like that, every penny spent on education is a penny mm-hmm. spent well. Well, uh, if we if we uh, circle back to our original question, like is the quality of education dropping? I don't think it is, but it's more effective in those countries where kids are still like happy mm-hmm. to go to school. Mm-hmm. You know, here yeah. here they're sitting at their desks and they're like, when is my break? When do I get out of here? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm getting homework. God damn, I don't want to do homework over there. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah let's, let's go, go to school. Yeah, and and sometimes pupils like walk two hours to go to school. They walk <laughs> through a desert or through the savanna just to go to uh, I don't know to English or or to math mm-hmm. in a classroom full of forty other pupils. And, <laughs> and then, then uh, yeah, I, I I remember that uh, my my school. Mm-hmm. What it was like literally a ten minute walk away from from my home, and, and I always came late. <laughs> always, like not an exception. <laughs> oh, you are terrible. Yeah, I, and and, that, and that's why I'm going to be a teacher. <laughs> I had a I had a um, I had a pen pal in 
Ethiopia, I think. And he was he was a teacher over there. And he taught uh, in the only school within like a 500 kilometer radius. So there were there were there were families. They don't have cars. They have nothing. So they would literally uh, walk like two days to the school. Mm-hmm. They would stay there for like the whole week, and yeah. then in the weekend they'd go back. They would spend like a day at their place, and then they had to walk again. It's, it it wasn't like two days, but it was like a day and then a few hours. Oh, but still, but st- yeah, but still. Uh, and I mean, I don't know. It seems like we're <laughs> we don't appreciate what we have over here. But um, yeah, what, we don't what have we, anything to compare it yeah. to. But what is quality education? Is it just getting high grades? No, quality it, education is is more about more than building like intelligence. It, mm-hmm. It's about building a a set of morals and values uh, next to that intelligence. Because if you only have intelligence and you're raising uh, let's say a like psychopath. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah, someone who, who it can who, happen, guys. <laughs> yes, someone who has not understood like the value of society. If you fail to um, give that information to that particular student, you can end up like raising the next Martin Dutroux. Oh my God! Yes. I know it's a terrible example, but it is. <laughs> I mean, it's a gruesome way to think about. Yes, it. but it is taken out of out of a real life. This is not a miscons. Uh, this is not misconstrued here. But if you if you can project upon that student, it's important uh, to not do this. To it, it sounds ridiculous. It's important that you don't kill people. Duh, because mm-hmm. you can't go around doing that. Uh, what if it happened to someone you loved? What if it happened in your immediate neighborhood? Would you like it? And the student starts thinking, and it's like, you know what? I've come to the conclusion. Yes, I, I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then you, you have succeeded. You have, you, you have raised a decent human being. Yes, uh, and saved a life. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> education saves lives, everyone. Well, that's that's quality education. It's mm-hmm. like it's like raising decent people. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily getting high grades, but if you look at it, most people say like um, the schooling system and the education system in the Asian countries like China and South Korea are the best. I mean, they consistently get high marks mm-hmm. on like international studies and tests. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the classrooms, I mean, they ju- they're just pumped with information and after information mm-hmm. and knowledge like almost like they're machines or something i mean yeah the the human aspect this is a yeah. little it's, it's like a factory like when we think about china we think about factories mm-hmm. and if you look at it school is also a kind of factory over there they're like mass produced mm-hmm. uh, well they education have they have, they have uh, trouble with their educational system because you know it's, it's just so overcrowded mm-hmm. there are teachers there that that teach secondary school classes that are like 50 pupils that's that's just way too much for one person yeah oh well uh, i see we're hitting the 13 minute mark we're just going to have a quick little break um and we'll be back we'll be back guys don't worry <laughs> Bye.
And we're back, everyone. We are back, guys. Back in business. and non-binary pals. <laughs> so, way to get politically cor- uh, politically correct over here. <laughs> yeah. But we're trying to get sponsors, so... <laughs> Please sponsor us, guys. Uh, Alright, Bram. I have uh, one final question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you think education will look like in the future? Well, in the future, I am a big... Uh, I, I have this fear of autonom- uh, autonomization. Yes, that everything is going to be taken out of our hands and taken over by computers. A friend of mine long ago told me, like, you know, schools are going to become obsolete because one day everything will be on like YouTube or mm-hmm. the internet. You have to, you just have to look up like, how do I uh, solve a math equation pertaining to hyperbolical curves? You'll have a YouTube video or whatever, and that will explain it to you. The only problem with that was it wasn't interactive yet, but with the jumps that technology is making, I think one day teachers will become obsolete. Oh, so uh, they'll have like a, an automated system, like an AI, and uh, it'll just teach the, the pupils, kind of, or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, um, because I've I've heard of this thing called VR classrooms. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that what it is? VR. I mean, uh, I can imagine, but yeah, it's just like virtual reality. So uh, the pupils put on their goggles. So imagine this. So your pup- uh, pupil, um, twelve years old, mm-hmm. and uh, are waking up, brush your teeth, and uh, you just lay on the couch or something, and uh, put on your goggles, your virtual reality goggles, and uh, you're in school. And you're you're learning. You're in the classroom. I mean, I mean, for, from an environmental standpoint, I mean, it'll cut emission by some extent. Mm-hmm. But will it improve education as well? I mean, uh, I am a firm believer that technology can supplement education. Education can benefit greatly from it, but. If it becomes the main focus of education, if you, if you take away that, it's, a, it's like I said before, if you take away the human aspect out of it, you just end up creating another factory because everything will be automized, mm-hmm. like learn, then you'll apply. Have, then you'll have the Chinese school factory. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. You don't uh, give your pupils morals and values you just give them the skill sets that they need in order to solve problems mm-hmm. which is good but if that is the only thing you do that that's not that's not what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and or well, yeah I don't maybe we'll have an automated system for that as well <laughs> maybe i mean with the things they're inventing well, if the government, no, so. if, if the Belgian government ever gets around to like you know forming passing, a government, passing, <laughs> passing educational bills, reforming, the, if we ever get an established government, we'll uh-huh. see. Yeah. MVL, we're waiting. No, 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 no just no. kidding. DVDL for life. <laughs> Wait to get political again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's about it for our very first podcast. Um, I hope you all enjoyed listening to it. Uh, feedback is always appreciated. Maybe you'd want uh, something more, I don't know, interesting. Another guest, maybe. So, Bram. Uh, 
We will always be near. <laughs> you are always here. here. Uh, I would like to thank you for uh, being my first guest in my uh, podcast that doesn't have a name yet. So I'll be taking <laughs> suggestions for that as well. You're very welcome, man. Okay. Um, and again, thank you for listening. And uh, hope you'll be around for the second podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay safe. <laughs> Stay safe.